My friends are my power. topic i nerd out about whatever i want as always i'm your host cameron <laughs> i should really start an asper podcast i should just do like an asper podcast just doing that the whole time just be like and on today's episode keyboard clicking i'm not gonna actually press any buttons because i might mess up everything but <laughs> anyway we are doing uh decades this month Started off the month doing the 90s. Last episode, we did the 2000s. And today's episode, we move on to the glorious and even more cringy than the 2000s era of the 2010s. So that's 2010. Sorry, I had something in my throat. I just had mac and cheese for dinner. That's 2010 up to 2019. So we're getting into more recent territory, but... I think most of this episode, I'm going to cover a lot of stuff from, like, early 2010, because, I mean, a lot of us, a lot of us still remember stuff that happened in, like, 2018, 2019. There's just, there's a lot of stuff that went on, a lot of stuff in recent years. Um, I'm almost thinking that I don't want to do an episode, I, I don't think I'm going to do an episode covering, like, the 2020s. I might, I think the last episode for this, I might cover, like, the 2020s so far, since we're only, like three years into the 20s, you know? I mean, obviously, starting with the train wreck that was 2020, but I think I'll do, like, a short thing for that, and then the rest of the episode kind of do, like, reflecting on the past three decades that I've been alive, and uh, I was going to do a thing talking about the future, but, you know, my whole thing about the future is that, you know, the future is what you make it, so I can't really be like, oh, I want to do this in the future. I want. I mean, there are a lot of things that I hope happen in the future like I'm hope I'm really financially stable I hope I have you know a loving family and everything but besides that you know the the future is what you make it so there's no use like knowing what the future is gonna have for you because you know life life is full of surprises you know and did I just lose audio uh hold on let me check no we're all good all right so anyway today's episode now that I'm three minutes in we are going to be talking about the 2010s again, everything from 2010 all the way up to 2019, but mostly the early 2010s. Before I get started with all that, new episodes of this podcast come out every Saturday bright and early so you can get them first thing in the morning when you wake up. They come out every Saturday, so make sure you're you're following, you got notifications on, ring any bells, do all the things that do all the stuff because... Every time a bell rings, a former Vine star saves themselves from being canceled. So, with that being said, let's talk about the 2010s.
Oh, right, the 2010s. Now, this is going to be kind of a shorter episode because there wasn't a whole lot, I guess, really, to the 2010s. I mean, I do have a BuzzFeed thing just to make things a little easier, just to end off. But with the 2010s, I want to start off with, again, some personal stuff like I did last episode. Starting with, I guess, starting at the beginning and going up, or kind of the beginning, uh, 2010 was, like, 2009 going into 2010. 2010 was the start of my uh, final year of high school, because I started high school in 2008. Obviously, 2008, 2009, and then 2009, 2010. And then the 2010 school year to 2011. I graduated high school in 2011, and then... Moving on, kind of fast-forwarding a little bit, 2014 is when I turned 21, and there's actually a funny story of my 21st birthday, so we had the idea, or I don't know if it was me that had the plan all along, or it was, like, friends, but, like, they're like, hey, let's go to this bar in uh, Minneapolis, because for those of you that don't know, who may be listening outside of the, the country or the state, I live in Minnesota, and there's a there's a bar in Minneapolis called Barfly, and my friends decided to take me there, because I was like, you know what, I want to try partying, I want to try clubbing, let's just, let's do it, so we went there, and a bunch of us had a really good time, especially me, because I got fucking drunk, like, I think that's the drunkest I had ever been, I drank so much, like, the last thing I remember drinking was uh, tequila, I think, like, I did tequila shots, and next thing I remember is being dragged to the bathroom, so I had to throw up. And then being dragged out of the club. And then I woke up the next day in the hotel room that I rented out. Because even though the hotel was close by to my parents where I lived at the time. I still rented out a uh, rented out a hotel. Because I was like, you know what? I mean, I don't know. For some reason I was like, you know, crashing at a hotel after drinking a lot is better than coming back to my parents and be like, Hey, what's up guys? Hey, mom and dad, how you doing? You sons of bitches. That's not really how I am drunk, but <laughs> but no, my 21st was seriously the drunkest I had ever been. My uh, If you ask my friend Tim, he'll tell you. He's like, yeah, I had to drag him out, and blah, blah, blah. He was, he was yapping and everything. Apparently, apparently, I made a, uh, I made a vine, and uh, I made a vine while I was drunk. I was like, um, I don't even know where I can find it anymore. But yeah, I made a vibe while I was drunk, and I was like, it was completely dark, and I was definitely slurring. If I can reenact it, I was like, I may be drunk off my ass right now, but I just want to thank all you guys for wishing me a happy birthday for that. Like, <laughs> I was slurring so bad. I was, I was gone. I was gone, dude. Like, literally, after a while, the only things I remember were puking at the club and then waking up the next morning. Like, that's how I know I had a good time. And uh, my girlfriend at the time, she, the next day we went to Denny's and I was just, I was, I was not good. I was so hungover. Like, I was puking over, hungover. That's the worst hangover I had ever, ever had. Thankfully, I've actually, this makes me sound like an alcoholic, but I've learned to drink since then. So, I don't get really as hungover as I did. And I've actually learned that, like, because... My tips for drinking, so if you're going to be out there and you're a person that like likes to drink all the time, my recommendation is bring a bottle of water and 
make sure you actually eat. Like, make sure you eat beforehand because the alcohol will get sucked into the food and you won't be, like, as hungover the next day. So, water and food is the most important thing if you're going to drink. But, now that I've spent nine minutes of this episode just talking about me being drunk, uh, what else happened for me in the 2010s? Uh, The 2010s, I had probably the worst breakup I ever had. I, I went over the story a little bit in a previous episode in my uh, my relationship rabbit holes back like last February, I want to say. But to basically for the TLDR, it was a relationship I was in with a friend from high school. We had we dated in high school, but then we got back into a relationship after high school because we're like, oh, let's, you know, go for part two, I guess. And it went good for like a couple of years. But towards the end of 2014, things really started to go south. Like, they, they really started to go south. Like, one of the worst things is that uh, we were going somewhere for her birthday. We were celebrating her birthday at this place at Mall of America. Basically, I was already suspicious. And the two other things that happened beside or at this part, so this birthday thing and elsewhere is somebody took pictures of all of us and she was smiling with everybody else like teeth and everything but then the picture with me she had her mouth closed so I'm like oh something's off here and then I caught her once with a lock straight of her kissing a guy and when I confronted her she was like oh it didn't mean anything and I'm like yeah bullshit so basically that how that ended was one night she was uh, borrowing my car my first car I had a Buick I had a 2003 Buick Century and she would, you know, borrow my car sometimes to hang out with friends, which I thought nothing of because she was she was a pretty safe driver. At least I thought so until the one day she brought back, um, what was it? She brought back my car and then got a ride back to where she lived with a friend. And I was woken up by my mom telling me, you know, asking me what happened to my car. And I was like, what do you mean what happened to my car? I go out and find out that she had cracked the front bumper. So, furious, I called her, and, I mean, you know, to my fault, I was, I was screaming, I was just rage-fueled, I probably should have calmed down before I talked to her, so, that's on my bad, but also, she fucking destroyed my car, like, of course I'm gonna be upset about it, but, no, I, uh, we were, I was screaming at her in the middle of a gas station, and, yes, I know, I was probably wrong for streaming, but I was just, I was just really furious, and, just everything came out like I know you're seeing the other guy I know you're seeing him blah 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 and so it ended right there and so from like and I'm trying to remember this was like early December like end of November early December and I was just I was really depressed for a while like it got to a point where I uh like towards the end of 2014 there was one point where I was at my parents house I had a bunch of alcohol like to myself like a bunch of vodka stuff and I just sat in my, my room, because I still live with my parents at this time. I just sat in my room, and I drank. I just drank because I was, you know, I was trying to deal with stuff. And it was it was just a really dark time for me. But luckily, uh, I had, you know, I have friends to actually back me up. Because, you know, New Year's, New Year's Eve 2014, my friends invited me to hang out. And so I had a good time with them. You know, rolling into 2015, I was like, okay, new year, like, I know, I know what my boundaries are, I know, like, what I want, 
Um, I'll try a relationship thing, and I'm like, I'm going to try this one more time. I actually tried online dating because online dating was a thing in, you know, the 2010s or whatever, whether it was Tinder or one of the, like, off-brand dating apps. And, you know, I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try to find somebody, and if this doesn't work, then I'm just, you know, I'm just going to be single for probably the rest of my life. And luckily, a lovely, a lovely person came along to, you know, prove me wrong that I didn't need to be single the rest of my life. That person was Caitlin. Yes, I met my wife, Caitlin, in 2015. And, you know, shortly that year, we moved in together. 2016 is I proposed to my wife, or I proposed to Caitlin. <laughs> There's actually a funny story with that. I actually proposed to her with uh, one of those bread ties. And like in the middle of the kitchen, she was doing dishes and I just got down on one knee in the middle of the kitchen. And I was like, Hey, let's get married. And she was just overjoyed. She was crying. She was laughing. She was, she was overjoyed. Of course she said yes. So then, you know, 2017, 2016 to 2017, we were just, you know, going through all the planning, trying to get everything together. We did our wedding party together. Uh, during this time in the 2010s, I had a coworker named Josh who, you know, at first he was he was a good buddy. He was a really good he was a really good friend. But Josh had a bit of an alcohol problem. Like he was an alcoholic and I tried I tried my hardest to help him because I didn't want to see him I didn't want to see him hurt himself or anybody. I just I tried. I tried to help him, but I just I couldn't. But what really pissed me off is that, you know, I made him part of my wedding and then all of a sudden because you know he started pulling this shit and his girlfriend, or his girlfriend at the time, was friends with my wife as well, was friends with Caitlin, but apparently she was a two-faced bitch and started whining and complaining about different stuff to Josh, and then Josh tried to go after my wife, hiding behind his girlfriend, to which I was like, uh-uh, you ain't gonna do that, you are not gonna attack my wife, well, first of all, you're not gonna attack my wife, period, Second of all, you're not going to do it while acting like a coward. Like, you're not going to just go hide behind somebody. If you want to say something, say it to her face. So, you know, that big or ordeal happened. And ultimately, I kicked him out of the wedding. because Actually, he kind of kicked himself out of the wedding because he, he canceled his own touch thing. So, I was like, all right, fine, whatever. <clears throat> God, sorry, I'm getting like, I'm getting heated just remembering the story. But he, like, called the tux place where I had my groomsmen did their tuxes or whatever. And he, like, he canceled his own thing. So, I was like, well, fuck. This is, like, then this is, like, maybe not even a month before the wedding. I was like, well, fuck. Now I got to find different, you know, another groomsman. Luckily, I had somebody to fill in. I don't, actually, I don't know if I had anybody to fill in. I just, actually, it, it all worked out. Because my groomsmen were uh, Caitlin's brother, Ryan, my brother-in-law, Ricky, uh, my friend, Patrick, my friends, Patrick and Tim. And the bridesmaids were Patrick's now wife, Cassie, uh, my two sisters, and her sister, Maddie. So, you know, it all worked out in the end. But, ultimately, you know, 2017, we got everything ready, and we got married that year. And while... There are many things that I wish I could have done differently during that wedding. Or there are a lot of things I wish would have been done different. And my wife says this too. Like there's a lot of stuff that 
we could have done differently if we had to do it all over again. But, you know, ultimately, the wedding happened, and for the most part, people had a good time. I guess what really matters is that I married my best friend, and um, as of this past, as of last October, we've been married for five years, and this year will be six. So, we've been together since 2015. We've been together, ah, what is it, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. We've been together for eight years, and we've been married for five. So, that's a great thing that happened in the 2010s. But, 2017 also ended on a sad note for me. Like, the roller coaster came up, up, up throughout most of 2017. The Pete was getting married, and then immediately went downhill because December of 2017, on Christmas Eve, uh, my grandpa on my mom's side, so my mom's dad, he, he he had some kidney failure before, so we didn't know. We knew it was coming. It was just a matter of when. And uh, I wake up to a call from my mom on Christmas Eve telling me that uh, Grandpa Russell had uh, passed away. So that was, I just, and I was, I was really upset because uh, my middle name is Russell. I got my middle name from my grandpa. So I was I was pretty upset. I actually uh, I told this story in uh, um, one of my Christmas episodes from like either last no not last year the year before in 2021. But yeah, that was kind of a sad end to 2017. But ultimately, I would say the 2010s for me were great because you know while I did develop my basic personality throughout high school and everything and you know, after high school or whatever, I think I really found out who I am as a person in the 2010s. So throughout the 2010s, yeah, the 2010s were basically me realizing who I am as a person and who I want to be as a person. And I think ultimately that's why like, yeah, there's a lot of cringy stuff or whatever, (laughs) like early YouTube videos I used to do back in the day. But honestly... Honestly, it's just, you know, the 2010s I love because it basically made me who I am today. Speaking of YouTube stuff, that's another thing I want to briefly talk about because I don't know if the BuzzFeed thing talks about it, but uh, 2000, the 2010s were a big time for YouTube because this was before, this is, I mean, the early 2010s at least, were slightly before, like, you know, corporations took over and no, I don't want to go to creator studio this was before you know big corporations slightly before at least the early 2010s before corporations took over youtube but yeah the early 2010s was like the time where a lot of viral videos you know came up now i used to do a lot of uh, i used to do youtube videos back in the day i still kind of do them now but i just kind of upload whenever i want but, sorry, I have to scroll through a lot here, but um, I used to do some some YouTube videos back in the day. Some of them a little cringy, and some of them I'm still, I'm still kind of proud of. Um, let's see, let's see, what's a good one? Oh my god. And there's other videos I used to do too, like, I have a... Uh, and if you want to check these out for yourself, my YouTube, SuperTam64, it's all up there, all the cringy stuff. Um, oh, my Warp Tour videos. I forgot they were on here. Remember when Warp Tour was a thing, guys? So, for those of you that don't know, Warp Tour was basically a music festival for, like, uh, medical bands, punk bands, pop bands. 
it's it was a really good time for a lot of people and uh within recent years i believe it was like 2020 or 2021 they just they ended it obviously not for like covid reasons but only because you know they just didn't have the money and didn't have the resources to just do it anymore yeah, I don't even know which one of these to start with. It's kind of weird because I know you guys are listening and not watching. There was a video I did seven years ago called Everything's Topsy Turvy, which it was literally, I was playing Lego Batman 3, and I was filming, because it was on my Xbox, I was filming the TV from my desk because I don't have any uh, capture stuff. Uh, oh, there's a... <laughs> so, Smosh used to do a thing back in the day, on their uh, their gaming channel called Game Bang, which was a bunch of like the cast or whatever playing a video game together, and I tried to copy that for two games by uh, doing Just Dance Four. Like I would have like a group of friends over, and I tried doing a couple of videos of that. I did uh, Gundam style and Call Me Maybe. Uh, let me see if I can get a little bit of this audio here. Let me see. Call me maybe. God, we're such babies. We were so goddamn loud. Um, if you want a lot of cringe, I just just check it out. Like search Super Tam sixty four and then just dance four. Like it, I'm, I'm sure one of the two will come up, but it's cringy as hell, and uh, definitely check it out. But yeah, I used to do a couple of YouTube videos back in the day. Some I'm proud of, like the very first video I have on my YouTube was 12 years ago, and I did a little like tribute to the troops thing, which honestly, you know, it's not bad. Not bad for using a Windows Movie Maker. <laughs> There's a like I used to go by Cam Cam back in the day because one of my friends, one of my friends that were girls gave me the nickname of Cam Cam and I just ran with that for like years because you know whatever uh some people still call me Cam Cam like it's fine I usually just go by Cam but I know some friends still call me Cam Cam which I think is I think it's kind of adorable it's kind of a oh god excuse me it's kind of endearing you know it just you know it's their own thing and I'm like you know what whatever makes you happy that's that's just fine <laughs> oh he sounds like a squish yeah whatever shut up uh, six years ago, I did a, like, again, I'm not going to go through a lot of these, but just, just take a stroll through my YouTube, SuperTam64. I know that's not a shameless plug. I just want you guys to, like, if you guys have the option, go to my uploads and just go from, like, uh, oldest uploaded, because a lot of them, a lot of them are just cringy, and it gives you, like, a flashback into the early, like, 2010s or whatever. But... To end off this episode, let's go through let's go through BuzzFeed now, shall we? So let's get YouTube out of the way. Let's pull back up the capture. Let's go to BuzzFeed. Alright, alright. Alright, alright, alright. So uh BuzzFeed article. God, I don't know why I'm so out of breath. The BuzzFeed thing I have is 25 early 2010s things that you probably haven't thought about in a long time. Recently, I was shocked to realize the 2010s were a whole different decade, so here's a list to remind you of what happened in the early 2010s in case you too didn't realize how much time has passed. Yeah, I guess a lot of people don't realize that, you know, the 2010s, like 2010 to 2019, was a whole decade. 
And just people were like, oh, wow. Like, we lived through a whole decade. God. God. <clears throat> Speaking of, I just want to do a little side tangent quick. quick. What really makes me feel old is that, like, I've gone to a gas station recently, and they have a, obviously, they have to have a sign of, you know, them selling, like, tobacco products or whatever, and they're like, oh, if you're born before, you know, if you're born after this date, we can't sell you cigarettes or whatever, or this year, and the year they have posted is 2001, like, immediately, they'll look at my ID, and they'll see that the year starts in a one, and they're like, oh, okay, you're good, like, god damn, am I really that old? Um, <clears throat> anyway, enough of me being an old fart. Let's go through this list, shall we? Number one, Apple released its very first iPad. I forgot that was a 2010 thing because, you know, before, obviously, um, Apple had, like, the iPad or the iPod. They had the iPod Shuffle. Uh, early before this, they released, you know, the very first, the early iPhone. Or was that during this? Was that? I don't know. But, yeah, basically, you know, they did the iPhone and then the iPad, which was the first tablet they did. By the way, do you guys remember the iPod Shuffles? You know, the original iPad was like the little brick thing. It had the screen. It had the wheel that you strolled around. But then there was the iPod Shuffles that were like little tiny clip things that you had to plug in your computer to put music on. And you couldn't, like, see what you were selecting at all. You just had to, like, either put everything down shuffle and, you know, shuffle through all your songs... Or you had to play them all in the order that you put it in there. It was a struggle to listen to music back in the day. Like, unless you could afford one of the fancy MP3 players that had a screen. Like, you really did not have an A control. And you couldn't do CD players because those were impossible to listen to on the school bus. Like, literally every bump that the bus hit, your son would be skipping or whatever. So if you listen to, like, let's say Backstreet Boys. Like, say you listen to, like... You know, bad jeans, bad, all right. But if you're listening on a bus, it's more like bad jeans, bad, 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 bad. <laughs> It was just, it was a struggle to listen to music back in the day. But moving on. Uh, number two, Lady Gaga wore a meat dress made of flank states to the MTV Video Music Awards. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, Lady Gaga during one of the music awards. They don't give a year, but... Yeah, she straight up just wore a, a dress just made of steaks. And she was just like, yeah, it's fashion. Look it up, bitch. <laughs> but, yeah, that was that was a thing that happened. Number three, One Direction was formed on X Factor UK. Yeah, there was, during the 2010s, this was like the birth of One Direction. Because they actually, actually auditioned and were on the UK version of X Factor. And then, obviously, they got super fucking big like my god there was there was a whole like few years where everybody would not shut up about one direction i mean you know every generation has to have their really popular boy bands you know there was one direction then there was bts when i was growing up we had our insane we had our basher boys you know number four instagram launched and we decided to add vignettes vignettes to and hashtags to every photo we had. Yeah, Instagram became a thing in uh, 2010s. And I I definitely got on the vibe. Like, my my Instagram, supercam 64 if you want to follow. My, my first Instagram post, I believe, was a black and white photo of the trees in my backyard in the winter. Like, my first two Instagram posts were uh, trees in my parents' backyard and a picture of my dog. 
It was either that or a selfie. I think it was a selfie. But one of the pictures was a picture of my dog at the time, Tessa. Because, you know, I grew up with a bunch of dogs. Like, we had Bailey and Ellie. Uh, Ellie died when I was, like, 14. Bailey went when I was 16. And then after that, we had a dog, Tessa, who was around for a little while. And then we had Zena, who is currently still alive and currently the bestest girl ever. So... Yeah, there was that. Instagram was a it was a huge thing, and I definitely got on the hype. I def- I went away from Instagram for a while, but now I'm more actively on Instagram. Like I promote my uh, podcast on there most of the time. So if you want to follow all the greatest podcast pictures and pictures of cats, follow Super Tam sixty four on Instagram. <laughs> Moving on, <laughs> number five, flash mobs were the secret surprise nobody really wanted. Yeah, flash mobs were kind of a big trend in the 2010s. And, you know, flash mobs, if you don't know what a flash mob is, it's basically like a large group of people coordinate a thing where they go in a public place and just act normal, like act like they're just part of the populace. And then somewhere, like a speaker will start playing music and all these people will all of a sudden coordinate together and start doing a dance and... I'm I'm sure I'm sure you know a lot of people get yucks about it, but if I was in a place where everybody started dancing, I would have such a panic attack. I was like, "Oh God, everything's happening at once! No, why?" <laughs> but yeah, flash mobs were a thing. Number six, our thumbs cramped up playing Angry Birds all day. That was yeah, that was a big thing in 2010 too. Like with the iPhone. The biggest thing was games on the iPhone, like Angry Birds and uh, Flappy Bird and all that. Which, um, if I remember right, the creator of Flappy Bird, didn't he take the game off of the store because he was petty, basically? I don't remember the whole story, but I know it was, it was something along those lines. But, yeah, 2010s were like a big thing for like mobile games, especially like Angry Birds and all that, and like Cut the Rope. Oh god, excuse me, and all those. A lot of mobile games, I mean, they've evolved, definitely, but nobody really obsesses with them as much as, you know, they used to back in the day. Number seven, Justin Bieber released Baby and changed our lives forever. Bieber fever was rampant, and every middle school boy decided to give the swoopy haircut a go. (laughs) Oh, dear God, I was one of those kids, but... Um, to be fair, I had the Justin Bieber hair before Justin Bieber was a thing, so get on my level, scrubs. (laughs) No, seriously, I had the Bieber hair before Bieber was even a thing. Like, I used to have long hair back in, like, early, like, late 2000s, but it was, like, end of 2008, 2009, where I finally decided to cut it short, and I pretty much had it short ever since like to this day my hair is still short as i mean it's a it's a better look on me and while i am slowly losing my hair you know i'm keeping the beard because you know the beard i believe my beard is my greatest my greatest uh asset so you know hopefully i got something to hang on to but um you know i could i could not stand justin bieber back in the day because of this whole baby thing and bieber fever and all that because he was just a kid or whatever uh is he is he technically still a kid? I forget how old he actually is. Let me do that. Ba ba ba. Justin Bieber. I can't imagine he's like that old. No. 
So I wasn't even paying attention when I was typing, and I doodled Justin Berber. Justin Berber. He's 28. Yeah, he's still younger than me. I think I think that's why I didn't like him, because I saw him as, like, a kid. I saw him as younger than me. Although, I will admit, some of his newer stuff, like, I never used to like Justin Bieber, but stuff like Peaches and that whole thing, when that came out in, like, in recent years, you know, I got into it, because, I mean, I appreciate him as an artist. Like, I may not, I may not like him. I may not, you know, listen to his music r- regularly, but I respect the grind. I respect the grind. Moving on <clears throat> with this list. You were cooler if your fave color was neon something. Neon was like a big thing in the 2010s. I remember in high school, we always had a thing called the neon dance where they had a, like, you to wear, like, the biggest thing there was, like, you'd wear a white t-shirt or whatever, or you wore clothes that you didn't care if you got paint over. And then they had a thing where they had neon paint. You could just, like, splatter yourself in all this neon paint. And they had, like, black lights in the gym. It was it was actually really fun. I actually, I used to have shirts saved from that, but they're long gone now. Speaking of dances, there's another thing from high school that um, I should do a whole... Actually, you know what? I'm going to save that story for a different episode because I want to do a whole episode talking about like high school stories and school stories and all that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save that for another day. You guys, you guys are just going to have to wait on that. But let's move on with this list if I can unlock my phone. Number nine, feather hair extensions were a fashion must-have. I didn't know many people that did that. I think my sister did it once, but yeah, I saw... I remember seeing a lot of girls with that because it was just a thing to do. Number ten, we wore silly bands, bracelets, wrist to elbow. I had... I had at least... I want to say at least like four or five of those silly bands. I actually had one that was in the shape of the state of Minnesota... So, you know, I wore them for a little bit. I was a silly band person. I was a silly dude. So this is Cameron from the future, at least of when this episode came out. I just wanted to add in at this part, speaking on silly bands. I recently went to Five Below with uh, my wife, because, you know, we were shopping around. And as we walked to the registers, I saw a small little wall just full of packages of silly bands. So... That makes me think that silly bands are actually kind of coming back. Or they may be, or Five Below might just have, somebody must have just like made a specific batch to sell at like Five Below stores. But yeah, they are possibly coming back. So go to your local Five Below if you want to relive the glory of silly bands, I guess. Anyway, on with the episode. <laughs> Number 11. Everyone you knew got a curate. Oh uh, yeah, I guess curates were like, the brand new thing in the 2010s and now like now pretty much everyone has a curate or some like better form of it i currently have a curate in my kitchen right now it's pink because my wife picked it out <laughs> number 12 how'd you kids how'd your wife went viral <laughs> the parody song bed intruder which featured the interview came out that came out that year yeah what year buzzfeed what year and actually made it to Billboard's Hot 100 list. I, I yeah, I forget when that came out, but there was a there was an interview with this guy Antoine Dotson, and the uh, the YouTube channel the YouTube YouTube channel God English, the YouTube channel Schmo Yoho emphasis on the yo made a remix of this guy, 
because you know Antoine Dawson, he's the one that's like, uh, obviously we have a rapist in Linton Park. He's climbing in your windows. He's snatching your people up, trying to rape him. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband. Just he raping everybody out here. You don't even have to come. We're looking for you. We don't find you. We don't. We don't find you. You don't run to tell that homeboy. <laughs> and then the the remotes came out. See. He's timing in your windows, he's snatching your people up, trying to rape him, so you need to hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband, just they ripping her by out here. There was, yeah, that, that was, this was like the era of just like remix, like every like news interview had like a music remix to it. You guys remember the This Is Sparta remix? <laughs> so somebody literally did a remix of uh the part from the movie 300 where he's uh he's talking with one of the persian like leaders and the the guy's like this is blasphemy this is madness and then king leonidas is like madness this is sparta and then somebody took that clip and made a remix they're like this Actually, no, 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 Hold on, hold on. Hold your goddamn horses. Hold your goddamn horses. You see those horses in the stable? Just hold on to them. Make sure they don't go anywhere. I got, I got to look this up because you guys, you guys are getting a blast from the past. If I have to remember this, so do you. Okay. So hold on. I got to let everything load here because you know internet and everything. This is, this is, the first thing that came up is, this is a bucket. This is a bucket. Dear God, there's more. Uh, let's see. There we go. Techno remix. This is madness. Madness. This is God, actually, I should keep that open, but uh, the the this is Sparta thing actually became a running joke with me and my friends. It, it was stupid, like me and my guy friends. So like we would do a thing, like one of us would just be you know just not paying attention at all, and then one of us would come up behind him and be like, "This is Sparta," and just kick each other. <laughs> that was actually I think Smosh did a thing. It was like every 2010 or whatever and then they actually made a joke about that and I was like oh my god that was totally me and my friends but anyway let's move on with this list hi Dorian how are you hold on hold on let's see if I can get him to get him a mouth <laughs> got him uh, number 13 Lindsay Lohan went to jail marking the end of our childhoods yeah, she was like a big icon. She was a big childhood icon. And then in the 2010s, I forgot what she went to jail for. But yeah, that was like, all right, childhood over, I guess. But it was just, yeah, that was just the thing. I mean, obviously she went on to do great things, <laughs> quote unquote. No, she's doing a lot better now. The only thing I can fault her for is doing that stupid Pepsi commercial where she pours milk into a thing of Pepsi I'm just like, no, what, why would you do that? Although it is something I kind of want to try because 
I was I had to Google that and I was like, do people actually do Pepsi and milk? And apparently a lot of people do. And people said that it kind of tastes like uh, cream soda. So I'm like, I mean, if it's supposed to taste good, I'll try it. But I have very low expectations for this. All right, moving on because we're at 14. What was this, 25 list? Um, okay, number 14. People camped out in lines to catch the premiere of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1. Yeah, people, like, as soon as they heard that Deathly Hallows was going to be the last Harry Potter, people lost their minds. Like, there was... So, the first Harry Potter movies came out. There were People were kind of excited for it. And, you know, they kept their excitement up a little bit throughout the years. But Deathly Hallows, man, people just lost their minds for Deathly Hallows. Because, I mean, for good reason, too. It was a good conclusion to, you know, Harry's story. At least for now. But, obviously, Harry Potter has, you know, became a big thing. It's still been a big thing for, like, years and years. It's it's still a big thing now, especially with uh, the new Harry Potter video game that came out, Hogwarts Legacy. It's, you know, the Harry Potter fandom has not died off. You know, we've... We've kicked out, we've kicked out the creator, but the fandom has never died. <laughs> All right, moving on. Number 15, the finale of Lost left people upset, emotional, and confused. Not me, because I never watched Lost. Next entry, <laughs> vampires were all the rage and became central characters in lots of TV shows, movies, and books. Yeah, most notably, I think, um, what was it? True Blood? And uh, the Twilight movies, especially, you know, Twilight was a big thing, like 2010s, because everybody wanted to be like Edward and Bella, even though Edward is, you know, creepy as all hell. And you know what? I'll admit it. I read the Twilight books. Fucking sue me. I mean, they weren't great. Sir. I definitely liked reading them better because the, um, the, you know, I never thought I would be one of those people, but the... The books were definitely better than the movies. So, and, you know, and I'm not one to actually read books most of the time, but I did read the Twilight books, and the books were better. (laughs) The books were better, I will say. Moving on. Moving on. Come on, phone. Unlock. There we go. Number 17. Our favorite two-hit wonder, Tayo Cruz, released Break Your Heart, featuring Ludacris. Um, I don't remember that song. And I'm not going to play it because I'm sure I've already made copyright angry with playing that, that thing in the intro. Uh, number 18, preteens bought glittery shirts from with awful food puns from Justice. Oh, yeah, I remember those being around all the time. I think my sister had one of them, actually. Uh, number 19, Kate Middleton and Prince William got engaged. Um, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> Sorry, I I really don't give a shit about British government, British celebrities, and all that. I mean, unless they're like really good people, then I do. But more, I guess, more specifically, like British politics, I just really don't care because I'm a you know I'm a filthy American. <laughs> uh, number twenty, maxi dresses and skirts had a moment. Sure, you know, good for them, I guess. <laughs> I don't I don't remember those at all. Like I said, I was just. You know, 2010s, I was more, like, with me, my family, and my friends. That was my... All right, sorry. Quick audio glitch there. I had uh, apparently lost some audio, and also, I had to poop. And I'm not ashamed to admit that. But, uh, anyway, where was I? 
Oh yeah, I was talking about like my main focus of like the 2010s. It was like my friends and family were the main focus. But uh, going back to this list, uh, Downton Abbey premiered, and we all wish we lived in a giant English mansion with a staff of 500 cooks and, service- and servants. I was going to say services, but um, I don't know much about Downton Abbey. I know it was a it was a popular uh, British show, and they actually made a movie out of it that premiered like worldwide. That had uh, Maggie Smith in it, you know, who played McGonagall. Uh, I know nothing about Downton Abbey. I still don't know anything about Downton Abbey. So I'm just going to leave it at that. <clears throat> Moving on. It became common to wear leggings instead of jeans or regular pants. I mean, they're comfy. Are you really going to fault people for not wearing jeans when leggings are far more comfier most of the time? Hell, like, I've worn, I've worn some leggings. Like, I had some, like, I had some leggings that I used for, like, you know, law johns or whatever in the winter. They're comfy as hell. Just, you know, let a person do what they want to. All right, <laughs> moving on. Number 23, TikTok, Kesha's son, not the app, was number one on Billboard's Hot 100 chart. You know, sometimes, some days you had to wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. You know, and just, I'm out the door, I'm going to hit the city. B- before I leave, brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack. Something, something, I ain't coming back. Um, yeah, 2010s were a weird time for Kesha. She was all about... Her songs were all about, like, partying and just, like, having a real good time. And the last, I think the last thing she put out was, like, a more serious thing. She's like, I'm my own person, and I want people to believe in me. It was something like that. But, yeah, TikTok, that, um, what was the other one? We Are Who We Are, a bunch of those songs. Oh, you know what's the one song I remember her being on? Um, she was on... A song by the group 303. I think it was called uh, Don't Trust Me or whatever. Or either, no, it was the song was My First Kiss because Don't Trust Me, they had a version with Katy Perry on it. But yeah, they did a song called My First Kiss that they had Kesha on. You know, the song that's like, My First Kiss with a little like this and twist and twist. But then they had uh, Katy Perry on one song. Yeah, 303 was another big thing in the 2010s, I remember. Uh, yeah, they had a song with Terry Putty. Um, God, how did the song go? The beginning was like, White dress with the tights underneath. I got the breath of a last cigarette on my teeth to tell your boyfriend. No, that wasn't a lyric. But part of the lyric was like, Tell your boyfriend if he says he's got beef that I'm a vegetarian and I ain't fucking scared of him. She wants me, touch me, whoa. <laughs> God, I remember that song so much. It's just, it was, a, it was a really good time. It's what me and my friends all jammed to. Moving on with this list, number 24, cracked nail polish started to emerge as the fiercest look around. Yeah, people started experimenting more with uh, nail polish. I know my sister, and I think my mom did too, because my mom is one of those people that like, tries to keep up with everything and she just you know sometimes to her own embarrassment <laughs> but yeah cried and impulse was the thing um let's see number 25 finally we can never forget that Nicki minaj wrapped her iconic monster verse uh what do they mean by that hold on i'm pulling up the <laughs> i have to sign in because i pulled it up on the web not my actual youtube app and it said, this video may be inappropriate for some users. 
I have, I have no idea what lyric that is, but yeah, Nicki Minaj was like a big thing in the early 20, 2010s. It's where she really, she really rose to like become a name for herself. But I guess with the BuzzFeed thing out of the way, that is going to be it for the 2010s. There's a lot more I could talk about, but if you want to let me know your favorite things about the 2010s, let me know on like social medias, like Twitter, uh, Instagram, all supercam64. There's, you know, just go anywhere. Search supercam64 on anything. You, I'm sure you'll find me anywhere. But with that being said, I'm going to bring this episode to a close. Um, next episode, I'm probably not going to go huge in-depth with like the 2020s mostly because we're only three years in at this point god sorry i'm really gassy for some reason i think dinner kind of screwed with me but the 2020s obviously i'm not gonna go super in-depth with because we're only three years in so i think most of the episode is gonna you know reflect on the past three decades of my existence because by the time the next episode comes out that weekend i'll be uh it'll be my birthday and i'll be turning 30 so you know that'll be fun or i might just do a reddit episode who knows you know i might i might be lazy and just do that but you know that'll just that'll have to wait till next week but with that being said i'm gonna bring this episode to a close uh you guys stay hydrated out there i'm literally dying of thirst right now like i'm about to chug the biggest thing of water as soon as i stop recording but hope you guys stay hydrated out there do positive things you know hug somebody tell somebody they're doing great i thought i hope you're doing great i know you're doing great you're doing great sweetie i believe in you i've been cameron and as always i will see you guys in the next one nerd out nerd out nerd out